0: This is the messy backend, where experts share customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on behind the beautifully branded front end of entrepreneurship. This is where most businesses fail. So we're here to help you save time, make money, and succeed. And now your hosts of The Messy Back End, Sheila J. Davis and Nate Tucker.
1: Welcome. Thank you. Thank you all so much. We have a wonderful show for you today. As Margaret Thatcher once said, plan your work for today and every day and then work for your plan.
2: And later on, we're going to be talking to Katie Mizuko. Katie's mission is to spread more love in the world by equipping entrepreneurs to save two hours a day more in their business so they can make more money and take lots of time off. You aren't meant to be a machine, I love that. What can you do in those two hours? That's a lot of time.
1: Let's find out. Because during our podcast today, you'll hear from real entrepreneurs with real messy backends. Our experts will help them by sharing their experience, expertise, and the tools they suggest to get it all cleaned up.
2: And if you're an entrepreneur with a messy backend and you want to save two hours a day, then we want to hear from you. We want to share the advice of our experts with you. So give us a call at 801. 801- 810 or visit us at themessybackend.com.
1: Now let me introduce you to our freaking awesome panel this week. Roger Copenhaver, sales coach, trainer, consultant, and founder of Connect Utah. Alyssa Burgoyne, a business operations mentor who helps busy business owners put systems in place to ensure their businesses run smoothly even when they aren't around. Lori Cartman, who's the CEO of Lori Cartman & Company. A multi-award-winning management, consulting, and legal services firm, and Coach Lori, an executive coaching practice. Be sure to find out more about our panel and experts, plus get the free stuff they are giving away on our site at themessybackend.com.
2: Are you ready to put your business on autopilot and actually live your life? We simply offer the best strategies and solutions anywhere online at Lock and Load Marketing. Development, design, and marketing solutions to keep your business on target. Come conquer life's challenges with laughter with our very own Nate Tucker, founder of laughingwithnate.com. Funny guy, photographer, digital marketer, entrepreneur, philanthropist, animal lover, and most importantly, pizza connoisseur. Visit laughingwithnate.com. Before our show, the panelists are given a detailed description of our entrepreneur listeners' biggest messes. In this segment, we like to call the e-mess. They will each share their best idea, strategy, or tool for success.
1: And then the entrepreneurs who submitted the ideas will choose the advice that they like the best and that they feel is the best solution for their situation. Then in 30 days, we invite them back on to hear how the solutions affected their business.
2: Our question today comes from Ava Gosling, the creator of Avalon Winter Design, which is a handmade jewelry brand created by husband and wife team, Steve and Ava, in British Columbia, Canada. Who is un- she is unable to uh, join us today live, but she will be listening to our experts' advice and getting back to us. Listeners can find out more about this particular mess at themessybackend.com slash EP14.
1: And if you would like to send in your message situation, give us a call at 801-810-6726 or email us at hello at themessybackend.com.
2: And now on to our expert panels for their advice. Don't mess your seat, folks. Here we go.
1: So let's get started with Ava's question. She says, I've made many mistakes and learned from them over this past year. Essentially, running everything myself. Is it a good idea to let somebody else run my brand's social media? Since I feel that my time and limited energy are better used elsewhere. How do I manage my time and be more productive?
2: So this is a big one, and this is our second episode we're doing about productivity and planning and strategy, because you know right outside of fear, which we just covered, um. Planning and strategy, if we don't do it, we're going to fail. This is a big, messy back-end piece that we have here, Roger. What are your thoughts that, uh, for Ava, she probably should hire somebody, and how can she plan more effectively? Because we, we all do, right? How many hats are we wearing on our head? We can barely stand up, right?
0: Yeah, so, um, Ava, I took a look at your Facebook page, and you are adding video of yourself. The, fr- the, the, the word I think of as the B word is brand or branding um you know there's pictures of jewelry and so forth of the product but you're also branding yourself by uh videos uh looks like you're doing it at your shows your home your car you know you seem comfortable in front of a camera so the piece about giving away your social media is it's like removing some of your identity and giving it to somebody else and um I mean, I would, I would really think about this strongly to see where there's other parts of your business that you can give out and give away to a VA. And Sheila can talk to that a lot. But I, I don't know. I hesitate about giving away the social media piece because if you are your brand and you're videoing yourself, you're giving away the video. I mean, how? You're, then it's a lot of coordination of, okay, I'm going to have to send this video over to my social media person. I'm going to have to have them either record me. I, there's a lot of moving pieces to that. So I would hesitate about doing this piece, actually, of giving it away and find something else to farm out.
2: You know what? I I think that we probably all completely agree with that because when it comes to branding, when you are your brand, you can't farm that piece out, right? She may be able to farm out um, the like ads um, and maybe, you know, the in-between stuff but the video and that kind of thing is going to have to be her. So maybe look at where she's spending her time through the day, because that's probably her number one marketing thing. This we're recording this right before mother's day. And I know that they're going to an event over the next couple of days, um, to showcase their jewelry for mother's day. And there's no way she can farm that part of it out over the next two days for sure. So, let's just all agree that another point for Roger because (laughs) I I think that we're all going to say the same thing on that so maybe Alyssa and Lori can speak to what kind of strategy and planning can she do moving forward to find other things that she could take off our plate her plate Lori what do you think about this
3: um I'm a big believer I I sort of disagree a little (laughs) bit oh okay Um, um, I'm, I'm a believer in that you should be spending your time doing what you do best, what your unique ability is, the stuff that you really turns you on, that you really like to do in those parts of your business. And um, as a single business owner, there are hundreds of things that you need to get done. And I'm a big believer in farming out work. Um, that is not necessarily work that you know how to do. So, you know, better to hire someone else's expertise. Um, I think that how you manage your brand is how you manage the person to whom you've outsourced this work. I mean, they need to have a clear understanding of what your brand is. And of course, I presume you would get to approve everything. But people have limited time and energy and you need to be spending your time and energy on the things that are A, revenue producing, um, and the things be that are really what you do best. Because just because you know how to do something and you can do something doesn't mean you should be the one doing it. And we all think, well, why should I farm something out? I could learn how to do this myself. Well, you know, I could learn how to do a lot of things myself, but, but there's time in that. And so there's value in farming out activities that... Um, are going to cost you less than what your revenue would be had you been using that time on a revenue producing activity. So I, I like farming out. I like seeing, you know, what it is you do best. That's how you make your living. And that's what you should be doing the most of.
2: Yeah. And then farm out the rest of the stuff for sure. But, yeah. you know, I think I'm, I, I teach people how to delegate and I'm the worst delegator in the world. Teachers teach what they need to learn the Absolutely. most, right? I could teach you how to delegate, but doing it myself is, is a struggle. So Alyssa, what are your thoughts on this? How can she kind of take, take a step back, look at things, figure out where she needs to be and that kind of
4: stuff? So I'll maybe cover more of the how to be more productive and how to manage time because I think both Roger and Lori covered really great points on both ends of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. So in my opinion, in terms of time management and productivity, I always suggest to people working in kind of a time block fashion. So look at your day and and see, okay, you know, these are maybe the 10 things that I do in a day regularly. Um, and I always suggest to people to start their day with the stuff that requires the most focus and attention. So maybe that's like invoicing or some of those kinds of things that require your full focus. Um, And then as the day goes on, you know, schedule things and, and it's really important that when you block your time, um, maybe you block it in hours or half an hour increments, whatever works for your business, it's really important that during that time you turn off your social media, you turn off your cell phone ringer, you don't check your emails, because all of those things are just distractions. And realistically, you might think that checking your email is going to be a five minute thing, but it could throw you off for 15 minutes if you have to respond or look something up. Um, and that is, that very quickly gets you behind your schedule for the day. The other thing that I find with entrepreneurs is that they have an unrealistic idea of, of what they actually have on their plate or what they can get done. So they've got a list of 25 things. And in reality, you probably only have time to get 10 of those done while still having time for adequate self-care or some downtime as well. So I think it's important to at first maybe time yourself with some of your tasks so that you have a realistic idea of how long it actually takes you because you might think something takes 15 minutes and it actually takes you 45 which throws a huge wrench into your day. That
2: happens to me all the time. Oh that is one of my biggest (laughs) I have to set a timer for social media because if I it will suck me in just because I I have so many things that I need to do on there. So Nate, one of the things that we actually didn't discuss and, and we did this kind of on purpose is that Ava actually is disabled, which makes it even more difficult for her to do these things. So, but the advice given would work for anyone, which I knew that it would, but Nate, as, you know, um, someone who really struggles physically, and I mean, I struggle mentally and physically, obviously, because I have issues with my feet, <laughs> breaking my feet all the time. But um, how how can she, with that particular element, what should she kind of be looking at as far as hiring out? We have a little bit of time left.
1: Well, what I would do, and, and this is something that I'm actually looking into myself with one of my photography, like my photography business is... You know, I I want to combine Roger's advice as well as Lori's advice, because they're both right. Like if, if you are part of your brand, you still need to be doing those. You need to be doing the live videos. You need to be on there. But there's that's only one aspect of social media. And she was asking, like, should I be turning over social media? You don't have to turn over the entire entire thing. Somebody else can manage your posts, your hashtags, connecting with other people and making everything work. You know, the skills that they have, you know, going back to what what Lori was saying about using other experts, even if you're good at something, if somebody else is great so that you can focus on what you're great at, allow them to do that. So like, that's something that I'm going to be trying to do more. It's like allow somebody else to manage my posts you know, the posts with the hashtags and timing and cross posting and blogging and all that stuff. But the live videos, you know, the witty comments, those type of things, that's me. I will still manage that and take control of that. But that way I can still put off a lot of that time because yeah, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of energy. And when you have, you know, a chronic illness or a disability, your energy isn't always, you know, predictable. So, uh, Yeah, Uh, Lori, did you have something quick to add?
3: Yeah, I was just going to add to, you know, basically, um, you know, what you were saying and and just expand a little bit on uh, what Alyssa was saying. Um, I find that I tell my clients to make a to-do list of everything that they have to do. Just make a complete, a brain dump. And then to look at it in the morning and pick out three to five things that, you know, if, if you say to yourself, if I only get three things done today, what will they be? And you pick out the three that are most important from that list. Because most people, like Alyssa was saying, have a list of 20, 30 things. But the average person can really only accomplish three to five things in one day. And so when we lower our expectation, we also increase our self-confidence because we start to get more done. And so ultimately, you become more productive. Um, I like to use a timer so I'll put a timer for 15 minutes and start doing something. And, you know, most of the time I find that even when the timer goes off, I'm still involved in the activity and I actually get it finished. Yeah, I, I'm going to
1: add one yeah. little caveat or change one little thing, but I love what you said, you know, create a list and find, you said what is the most important? Well, sometimes no. some, somebody with a chronic illness, you can't always tackle the most important things. So look at the list and go, what can I accomplish today? Maybe I only have energy of a two out of my 10. Which one of these things requires energy that takes one, one energy unit or two energy units? The most important thing might be a six or seven. And so you, you put it all aside and you go, well, I can't do anything today. Now tackle the things that you can tackle that day, even right. if they're just little things, even if it's replying to one email, just do what you can because baby steps are better than no steps.
3: Absolutely.
2: And that's really true. Yeah, that's really true with um, physical disability as as well as mental. I mean, when I am in one of, you know, I, I can go into some really deep depressions. And for me, when I'm in a really deep depression, I know there's a lot of things to do. If I can just do one thing, and it may not be one of those social things, it may be like you said, replying to an email. If I can do one thing then I consider myself accomplished for the day because that's what I can handle for the day. So excellent advice. Thank you everyone so much. And Ava, we would love to hear back from you in 30 days or whenever and let us know what advice you took and how it worked for you in your business. And if you, yes, you, the one that's listening right now felt inspired to take our panelists advice in your business and you would like to share the suggestions you used in your business, please let us know about your progress. The key to making this podcast really work is to hear about the results of the suggestions. This also, or this allows us to be able to learn not just from one expert's point of view, but from the execution of the suggestions provided. You know, people ask us all the time how they can get their podcast up and going. What we tell them is use the platform that we use, Podserve.fm. They do all the work to get your podcast up on Apple Podcasts as well as other major podcast networks. After that, they also promote it and they make sure that it's seen by thousands of people. Check out their easy four-step process at podserve.fm slash messy today. One of the biggest software issues that many online businesses have is their shopping cart. What a messy back end that can be. Imagine if your payments weren't going through or if they weren't connecting and your products weren't going out. Well, head on over to TheMessyBackEnd.com slash cart for more details about ThriveCart. That's the cart we use and it is the number one software cart that grows your income from existing traffic. And believe me, it pays for itself many times over with the high converting checkout pages, upsells and affiliates, easy to set up coupons, beautiful checkout pages. I mean, they guys, they have it all. There's a video over there for you that shows you how simple it is to use. Head on over to themessybackend.com slash cart and get the messy back end of your shopping cart cleaned up.
1: Welcome back to The Messy Backend. We are here today with Katie Mazzocco, who is the entrepreneur productivity expert and the author of the number one Amazon bestseller, Revolutionary Productivity, How to Maximize Your Time, Impact, and Income in Your Small Business.
2: Hey, Katie, we're excited to have you back. We've had you before as an expert panelist, and we're excited to have you back today as our guest expert. The In your bio, you actually say two of the best sentences that a lot of people need to remember as entrepreneurs, you aren't meant to be a machine. Sometimes we feel like, man, if I was a machine, I could do better. And then you say it, it's possible to save time and avoid burnout while having a more balanced, abundant and impactful business life. And your big thing is saving us two hours a day. Like I, the things I can do in two hours, right? (laughs) Yes. So we're going to talk about all that. We're going to talk about um, how to save um, time on a daily basis. And, and while you're saving that time, make a greater impact with what you are doing, right?
5: Yeah. That's, I actually am all about productivity for the purpose of spreading love in the world. Not that something is like necessarily even like a nonprofit, but just when you're doing your talent in the world that is your natural gift, you're literally just helping people and spreading love in the world.
2: Well, it's true. We talk, We talked about... Our entrepreneurs all the time, when we talk about like getting your tech set up, so you're automated, getting your, um, you hiring people and all of the things that you need to do. If you have that messy stuff done, um, well, and you're using your time wisely, you're doing what you want to do. And that makes you a happier person.
5: Yeah, Absolutely. it's so true. <laughs> it's so true.
2: So what is, what is your, um, so you're always talking about like your number one system that entrepreneurs must have. Oh. I wonder if I have it like what what is this
5: system this magical yes thing tell that us up tell us business.
1: the secret
5: so what I think the number one system that every entrepreneur needs to have is an extremely clear to-do list project management and delegation system which tend to all depending on what level of business you're at if you're just starting out it's really all about managing yourself if you have a team It's all about managing projects and the team in relation to those projects and regular, you know, regular activities in the company. And without those things, I find that people just waste time constantly. So by having, um, I have a platform I love called Asana. um, That's a to-do list and project management platform and team delegation platform. So, you know, right now I have three team members. I've had more than that in the past right now. I have three or four and I don't A lot of people I hear are constantly in email. So if they have a team, people are constantly in email trying to delegate, trying to do all of these things. Or if they don't have a team, they're constantly rewriting their to-do list, or they're losing track of where that thing was that they wanted to do, or they're, you know, all of these things. And when you have it in one place so that it's almost like your digital brain and you're using it effectively designed for your business, it just, it's seamless. It, It saves so much time. Um
2: I agree. Um, actually, Brendan Bouchard, um, in his book High Performance Habits, he actually says um, if he he will find out what kind of person you are when he comes to your house, and someday he will because that is on my dream board. And he will but this is this is the part that's not on the dream board, is that he will look at your calendar and know exactly what your purpose is because you'll be able to see it on your calendar, and that you never should check your email until the end of the day, because if you check your email then it disrupts the top three things that you should be focused on for the day. So you're right. I mean, email is probably one of the biggest things, time-consuming things that people need to watch out for. So if we, if you set up your Asana and you've got, you know, you know, kind of what you need to do, then that's, that's just smart business, I think.
5: Yeah, absolutely. It keeps you out of email. It keeps you on track and it keeps you focused on what your goals actually are. I know like when my clients will be like, oh, I have to write it down. I have to have all these different lists, but they're so disconnected. There's never a point at which they can see in one view what's happening in their business. And when there's that level of um, disorganization, it makes it so that they're not able to make strategic decisions about what's an overcommitment. Because one of the biggest things that derails productivity, forward movement, um, achievement in entrepreneurs and success is that they are over committed to things or they have too many pots boiling on the stove, right? And, and what happens is we love, as entrepreneurs, so many of us, pretty much all of us are wired to start things. We love to start things. We have new ideas. We're innovative. We're idea generating. But that's like, as much as that is the gift and that's amazing, we also have to harness that and make sure we're keeping it in check so that we can finish the things that we start and actually make that impact we're looking to make. Because if we do a ton of things, 30 to 90% of the way they're never actually getting out into the world, never actually changing someone's life or giving us more money to continue our mission in the world. Right. So it's just very,
2: (laughs) yeah, I I love the way that you said that in that um, if you can keep starting things, but if you don't finish it, then you didn't really serve your purpose. So you have to find a way to move past because there is that initial excitement and purpose in what you're doing and then you do you get bogged down in the emails and the social media and the marketing and the websites and the sales funnels and the ebooks and blah, blah 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 that can go on and on and that does tend to demotivate you but if you are smart about the next steps of what you need to be doing which is a whole other episode of what you need to be doing is that you stay focused on the things that will continue you so that you can Um, Because the joy at the end of achieving that goal, like Nate and I getting this podcast out, I mean, we're stoked. And every episode, we're like blown away by the stuff that we're learning. But getting it off the ground, it was exciting at first and then it bogged us down. And now we're to the exciting part again. Right. This side is way better than the front side. (laughs) Mm -hmm. True. Yeah.
5: Yeah, I mean, that makes so much sense. And the other thing is that if, if you are someone who has your own business and you don't have a team yet, it's important that the the things that you do regularly are just running on autopilot. And so a tool like Asana allows you to set those repeating task reminders so that once a month you remember to do that one thing and once a week you remember to do that. And so it's almost like you've taken these things that are constantly in the back of your mind that you are holding on to remember to do, and it lets them happen on autopilot. Um, obviously, I like to automate anything that can be automated, but the things that actually need to manually be done in a business yourself it's great to have that just taken off your plate and it gets even better it's like multiplied a thousand when you get to delegate that to someone else down the road you're ready to delegate those things because it's literally tracked and organized in one place
2: yeah definitely so not just having the the knowledge of what you need to be kind of doing and have that organized but having the the process in place prior to that so that when you do hire which we have on actually on another episode you can very easily delegate that to either an intern or an employee or an outsourcer. Um, And then you don't have to worry about it because you know that you've gotten that planned out for them. You already created the strategy and we actually had another um, entrepreneur who said he actually would just record his screen for anything that he needed to turn into a system. He would record it while he was doing it, send it to a VA, have them write out the process. So then you have a video and a written one, and he said, so as soon as we bring on a team member, they have everything they need all in one place. I don't even have to go tell them anything.
5: Right. And that makes, that makes training a dream, <laughs> right? Like it's so easy to train someone when you have video and you have written documentation and everything, a lot of, I hear a lot of entrepreneurs who are, are solo entrepreneurs who are resistant to documenting because they're like, well, oh, I'll do it someday when I'm going to bring on a team. There's no point in doing it for myself, but that isn't actually true because when Number one, when you get to the point that you want to hire someone, like your business is on fire. You feel like you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off in five different directions, right? And so um, it's really important that you're able to to have that in place already and not have to worry about it because you don't have time at that point. And then the other piece is that I talk about the marble jar principle and every piece of information that is a routine process, like my from doing a Facebook Live all the way through newsletter, social media, um, all different marketing pieces every week is about a hundred steps doing SEO, all kinds of things. And um, also gets into evergreen, preparing things for evergreen marketing. That whole process, if I had to hold, I don't do that anymore, but back when I did, if I had to hold all a hundred of those steps in my brain, That is a lot of real estate that's really precious. And when you empty those marbles out of the jar by documenting and writing out a system or recording a video, you actually make it so you have more space in your brain. You have more time in your day and something that used to take you two hours now takes you 45 minutes.
2: Yeah. And that is exactly how you make a greater impact, Mm -hmm. right? Is because you have that that freed up, not just time, but you have freed up your brain as well.
1: Free up time, energy, mental energy, and that's how, you know, like we were talking about at the beginning, that's how you free up that time in your day. That's how you get those two extra hours is by cutting those systems out so that, yeah, just like we've talked about in the past, focus on what you are the best at, what you are an expert at, not the things that it's like, okay, I can do those things. It's like I could write blogs but that's not what I'm an expert at so once I have those systems in place that I can hire somebody else have them do that and you can focus on what you're an expert at so like like what you said Katie like bring it in so you say bring more love to the world what you are passionate about bring more of it so I love that so much
2: yeah don't don't wait until it's too late like you said No. Once you get so busy that you can't think it's too late to hire somebody at that point.
5: Oh yeah, absolutely. And I used to do all hundred of those steps and now I do three. I make a video and I approve two different things and I'm done. Love (laughs) it. Nice. Nice.
2: Yeah, love it. Nate and I are still working on our processes for getting this podcast up and going. And, um, one, once I get something down pat, it it just makes it so much easier. So each time we record every month, we get, um, a little bit closer to <laughs> to not so messy <laughs> <Yeah>. well, <laughs> well it's an evolution you 're living the real deal right? right right, well, you know, teach what you preach <laughs> <laughs> or pre- do what oh okay i don 't even know there's <laughs> got to be some kind of quote about um yeah i don 't know that 's my messy back end show. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, yes. Katie, you are one of our very favorite guest experts and we really appreciate you coming on and we will definitely be having you back again. Um, but to our listeners who are listening right now, remember if you're an entrepreneur with a messy back end and so far Nate and I have only met one entrepreneur who doesn't have a messy back end, <laughs> although he throws his clothes on the floor of his closet. Uh, If you would like to get help from our guest experts, be sure and let us know by giving us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit us at themessybackend.com.
1: And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or by visiting themessybackend.com forward slash subscribe so that you never miss an episode and so that we can continue making more wonderful episodes just like this one here today. Thank you.
2: And thank you so much to our advertisers, podserve.fm slash messy. They really can help you get your podcast up and going. It's so much easier with podserve.fm slash messy and thrive cart. The best shopping cart I personally have ever used. And I have used almost every one of them. So check them out at themessybackend.com slash cart. You will not regret it. Thank you so much to our sponsors, Lock and Load Marketing and Laughing with Nate. Check them out. They can help you. Yeah, it is. It's me and Nate, but definitely we can help you. We understand the messy back end. We live in it sometimes and we clean it up. We're here for you. Last but not least, I would like to give a huge shout out and big thank you to my team who makes the Messy Backend podcast possible. Starting with Nate Tucker, my awesome co-host, who helps bring out your inner beauty and vision through coaching, photography, and video at laughingwithnate.com. Max Wynnum, who helps us with our audio, well, okay, let's face it, he did our audio and video and cleaned up all of our messes. You can find out more about him at maxwynnum.design or visit our website, themessybackend.com. Cassandra Bostwick, my beautiful daughter, who helps us with our show notes and editing because she's a much better writer than I am. Kendall Whitesides, who does such a great job on our voiceovers for our intro and outro. Now remember, if it tires you out, hire it out at Lock and Load Marketing. We do more than just marketing. We clean up your messy systems and put your business on autopilot to generate the income you're definitely wanting. Wondering what tools we use for our business at The Messy backend? Visit themessybackend.com tools today.
1: Thank you all for your time and expertise in helping us clean up messy backends all over the world.
0: Woo! Well, that's all we have for today's episode of the, the 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 messy back end. Join us again next week as our experts share more customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on in the back end of entrepreneurship. Remember, you are not alone.
1: Every business has a messy back end and needs a little attention.